Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, for the latest updates and information. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers every game scheduled to be played on Thursday, October 13th, 2022. It is game twos for the American League Divisional Series. I say game two, so it might only be one game two. We'll get to that later, though. And in case you are new here, check out the webpage on the banner right there. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new. A little bit of a primer and explanation. You can pause if you need me and come back. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are to share key information about these games, give you a few things to think on, and explain why certain plays will be made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick, but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so what I provide are loves, likes, and leans, that is A, B, and C grades, to indicate my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers. However, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. And I have to tell you, the three picks I got for you today May not feel the most comfortable, but sometimes you got to be a little bit out of your comfort zone. But there are three things that mathematically I think are smart plays. Uh, I think back to to game one, uh, all the game ones really, uh, you know, might not have been comfortable laying a big number with the Dodgers, might not have been comfortable going over in the Dodgers. That was the right play. A lot of people probably not comfortable going over with the Astros. That was definitely the right play. Um, might not have been comfortable with back in the Mariners against Justin Verlander, and, and the Mariners should have won that game. We talked about that with yesterday with Cousin Jerry. That was just bonkers. At least our run line play still hit. So uh, sometimes you can't just buy into the narrative of this guy's good, right? Because that's we're still price sensitive here, so I don't want to belabor the point. But uh, even though it is the playoffs, we still are considering we, you know, when you think about like a minus 150 play, we need to hit that 60% of the time. And we're still thinking about if this game were to happen 10 times, would it hit six of them or more? Um, because if we're not careful, we just start playing things that the prices aren't good. And, and now we're really gambling uh, with needing the right things to happen um, and not making sound plays. We want to continue to make sound plays. But before we get to these games, some reminders, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free, and if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. We've got that Patreon page as well. Three bucks a month minimum. You can do that. It gets you the play of the day, and it gets you every play that I'm going to add after this show. Everything right now, I'm going to give you on these shows based off what we know now, but if weather changes if the lines change i have extra plays i'm gonna post them on patreon for any subscriber any supporter that three bucks a month gets you in the door happened here um on our nationally game twos uh re-ran the model with a different weather update and then with the game being delayed in atlanta i like that under a lot more added that as a pick Added that as one of our plays of the day. Got the seven and a half. Um, it's happening right now, so I don't know if it's going to hit, but so far it's looking good. Uh, hopefully hopefully this ages well. <laughs> but um, that information was on the Patreon page. So again, three bucks a month gets you in the door for that. A lot of other fun benefits too. Early access to these things. You can you can see what the number comes out of. You can see what sideline says, and you can say, I want to wait. I want to jump on it. Uh, you know, Discord, if you want to ask questions, that's the best way to get a hold of us. So just lots of good benefits there. Um I'm, I'm trying to provide people with benefits. I'm trying to provide them with 
something that is useful and helpful to your sports betting. And so um, if you have suggestions, drop suggestions on that. But if nothing else, like I said, I think I put together a package of things that will help you out. Uh, so check that out. That link is in the crawler there to join the Patreon. Otherwise, we'll get right to the games here. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description and current as of the time of this recording here on Wednesday night. And as a reminder, the prices you will see on the screen in parentheses are the money line prices needed for those sites to reach a certain level money line play according to sideline. The game we know is going to happen because of retractable roofs and the brilliant technology behind that. Mariners at the Astros. There's a lot of information on that banner, right? Again, what the A grade and B grade plays needed there, as you can see on screen. If we can get the Astros at a minus one teens, that's an A grade. In the minus 120s, that's a B grade. For the Mariners, we're looking at mid to upper minus 130s or mid to low minus 140s would be a B grade. Once you get towards that plus 150 mark, that would be an A grade play on the Mariners. The current price in the Mariners as of the time of this recording, it's plus 138. I think the Mariners got a shot to hang in this one. It, it, it's no different than game one. The odds are a little bit different because Castilla, Gilbert is a, is a solid pitcher. And I mentioned this on show, right? You know, kind of variable, sometimes really good, sometimes a little bit less so, but a good pitcher. Castillo's a very good pitcher, right? So the odds are just a little shifted more. But I've had I've had Valdez and uh, Verlander checking pretty right with each other all season. Both of those guys are fantastic. Um, so really no difference on the Astros side, just a better pitcher on the Mariners side. Um, so it's a similar setup, but I think the odds have shifted about the right amount and that I kind of feel about this one, just like I did in game one. I think there's a little bit of value here on the Mariners. You may want to take a stab on the money line. Uh, they have a fantastic bullpen. It is rested. The Robbie Ray thing, look, you can't do anything but a dumb manager. And I've said the same thing. Um, <laughs> about in, in Cleveland, you know, Quantrill facing uh, the top of that Yankees lineup three times made zero sense with the bullpen that they've got. And the defense let Cleveland down there in game one. Uh, but, you know, you also have just some questionable decisions of it doesn't make any sense, right? And the, the Robbie Ray thing didn't make any sense. So you never know if something like that's going to happen again. But Mariners' bullpen rested behind a, a brilliant Luis Castillo. They got a chance to hang around this game, they got a chance to win this game. Plus 138 is the price right now. As you can see on screen, falls in the B-grade category. But I'm going to do like I did on game one. I'm actually going to take them on the run line. It is a little bit steep of odds. But I don't mind these type of plays here in what's projected to be a low-scoring game. As long as the number starts with a 1. So minus 170, that's a B-grade pick for me on the Mariners run line. I think it's a tight game. I think it's very similar to game one. Maybe not quite as many runs. Mariners win. Mariners lose by one. We got a winner either way. But if you want to sprinkle a little bit on that money line, I don't think that's a crazy investment as long as you're getting those good plus odds, at least into the mid plus 130s or higher. With regards to the total, sideline says 7.3, and it's not drastically different than game one. It's a little bit different because, like I said, you got an upgrade from Gilbert to Castillo. Um, and, and both of these pitches are fantastic, but I talked about it on yesterday's show. I, I tweeted it out. I put it on Patreon. I feel like I've been talking about it lately here in a lot of different places, your criteria really for going under six and a half in my book is you got to have three things, two, two out of three things. You have really good starting pitching. Check. We have really good starting pitching here. You got to have bad offenses. No, these offenses are really good. And you got to have bad weather. You got to have pitching weather. You have cold weather. You have wind blowing in, something like that. You're in a dome in a pretty neutral ballpark that sometimes plays pitcher friendly, but honestly play, probably plays a little more hitter friendly than pitcher friendly. So you got one of the three criteria you need. You can't go under six and a half. I'm going over the six and a half. I think this total should be seven. The fact that we get a win if it gets to seven is fantastic. I mean, it, 
it sets up to be a 3-3 ball game late. Then I don't have to care who wins as long as it's by one. And then we've got to seven and we've got the winner. There's so going over six and a half. Tiny bit of juice here, but sidelines has 7.3, and I think seven makes sense. And I'd honestly have juice on the over seven because I think eight's more likely than six. These offenses are both really good. I've talked about it all season, so you know the drill. I'll give you 30 seconds on it real quick. It's Mariners' offense is really good. The overall numbers don't look as good because of a pitcher's park and some injuries, but this offense is at full strength right now, and I probably don't have to tell you how good the Astros' offense is. So you got two good offenses, and, and you have good pitching. But it's not like it's miserable hitting, and so you're expecting a two to one game. It's not like it's miserable weather, so you're expecting a two to one game. I think seven should be what the total is, so that we can go over six and a half is a play for me. So Mariners run line B grade pick and over in that one. To the game in New York that I am almost certain will not happen. We're gonna have my friend Jake on here to talk about the game threes to the National League, and my hunch is he's gonna be on talking about this one as well. Here's your primer for it, though, so you can get it in at, at a good price. Uh, wait for the right price. You see, shop around, whatever. It, you know, it doesn't really matter because the, the weather on this one is just awful. Tons of rain in the area. I mean, a front coming through with 15 to 20 mile an hour winds. Um, it's unfortunate that they didn't play this one here on Wednesday. Um, if they had that flexibility, that would have been fantastic. Just to, like flip this one in the Braves game because, uh, you know, rain in Atlanta. Um, you know, on Wednesday, but not on Thursday, and, and then flips in New York. So it's, it's unfortunate, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you the analysis here. And then on the next show, when I think we're going to actually have the game, I'm going to say I'm not going to talk that much. I'm going to let Jake talk about it, see the previous episode if you missed it. So here's my analysis on this game because the pitchers won't change. The weather might change. That's the update I'll give on the total. Right now, I think it's a well-priced total. If it somehow happens with these temperatures but not the rain, sideline says 6.4. Actual total, I'm seeing a 6.5. It, it, it seems like a pretty pretty well-priced total here, so I, I wouldn't be playing it uh, either way. But again, I'll update that on the next show if it does, does delay a day because then the total number will shift the weather, will shift everything. If it's these same pitchers, my, my, my take on the sides won't change. I love the Guardians in this spot. I know you're shocked. Um, this is the game they steal, in my opinion. I think they got a chance to win the series still after losing the first game. They threw their worst of their four pitchers. The Yankees threw their best of their four pitchers. Um, downside for them is that Quantrill set up to game five. Otherwise, though, the next three games set up really well for the Guardians. I think they got an outside shot. It's super high plus odds, but if you wanted to throw like a tenth of a unit or something, just a couple bucks – on Guardians and four right now to give them the sweep, or if you just wanted to bet money line and roll it over, I think they got a shot here uh, to get this one and then take the two in Cleveland. Sideline says the Guardians should be favored on the road here, and this is not a knock on Nestor Cortez. He's a very solid pitcher, but that 244 ERA is a bit of a mirage. The underlying metrics say his ERA should be in the mid to low threes, and Shane Bieber's 288 ERA not a mirage. He is that good. I've got a pretty big gap here between Bieber and Cortez. You saw what Bieber did in game one, and that was the Tampa Bay bats. And absolutely, the Yankees bats are better than the Rays bats, but Bieber's been doing this all year, no matter who he's been facing for the most part. So I think he's going to be locked in. And as I'm always mentioning, the fact that he has such a good bullpen behind him helps him out. He knows that he does not have to go a fourth time through the lineup. When he gets to that third time through, he can give everything he has to the top. I mean, it just sets up perfectly for him. It, it's it's a great setup. And offensively, I do think the Yankees' bats are better, but just not by enough to overcome the massive pitching edge that the Guardians are going to have 
in this ball game. So I love Cleveland here. I love their bullpen. I think it's a big difference maker. You're hearing a lot from some of the uh, dummy national TV uh, sportscasters, and I won't say their names, but a lot of them talking about how starting pitching is all that matters in the playoffs. And <laughs> obviously starting pitching is important. Like nobody would argue otherwise. That's part of what I'm saying here, that Bieber's a better pitcher. But managers use their bullpens more. They got to go deeper into them here. In the postseason, we see it every single year. There's a reason why there was a lot of sharp money on Urias here in game one under on his outs because Dave Roberts doesn't even let his starters go deep in the playoffs, no matter who, who it is, right? So it, that's just the way it goes. So these bullpens matter. Yankees bullpen, not bad, but this Guardians bullpen is fantastic. So I trust that the defense will let them down here. I think they get the job done. Money line price right now, as you can see on screen, is plus 123. Anything plus odds is an A-grade play for me. Even even money would be an A-grade play for me. No matter what book you're at, this is going to be an A-grade play on my book. Obviously, shop around and get the best price. But all of the Guardians here, I think they can get it done. It's an A-grade play in my book. And like I said, the total, if it does happen here on Thursday, it's a pass for me. If it happens on uh, Friday, I will reevaluate based off the weather. Maybe it's still a pass. Maybe I'll have a play to be determined. And that is all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we've brought on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll see you throughout the week with more sports betting content. Again, we'll have a show for every MLB playoff game. Still three shows a week for college football. Lots happening. We're heading into the weekend here with a lot of fun stuff. Hopefully you're making money as always. Best of luck. But remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.